Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of Rapid Recap here at Inside Nebraska. He's Greg Smith. I'm Zach Carpenter and we're uh, here on Monday game week before Louisiana Tech. And uh, that game, by the way, scheduled now 2.30 p.m. Central um, on, uh, on Big Ten Network. Big Ten Network, and then next week, the news release of 2.30 p.m. Central for Michigan on Fox. But uh, today, Matt Rule spoke at, to talk about the Northern Illinois game uh, and preview Louisiana Tech. But biggest things right off the bat, biggest pieces of news were, uh, number one, Jeff Sims is back at practice. Uh, Heinrich Harburg is not the, not the starter right now, even yeah. after the big game against NIU. Jeff Sims is back at practice, but Rule was up front. It's kind of yeah, funny. That was actually a really funny moment. <laughs> where he goes, yeah, I'm just going to let you guys know up front. I don't really want to talk about that um, at all because, you know, competitive advantage. Like, yeah, he actually right. just flat out said it. So that yeah, was, that, I'm fine with that. Yeah, that, that It'll still be it. It's not going to stop us from all talking about it. That is going to be mm-hmm. a dominant storyline, but it is what it is. Yeah, we'll be asking him Thursday about, and Marcus Satterfield on Wednesday about <laughs> practice reps between those two guys. Uh, but Rule was up front saying you're not going to – hear about it, not going to disclose anything until two hours before yep. kickoff for the availability report, the new uh, rule for the Big Ten teams this mm-hmm. this season. Also, defensive lineman, freshman breakout, Cam Lenhart suffered an ankle sprain. Uh, he only played six snaps against uh, against NIU and uh, kind of wondering, like, well, where is he? Like, what happened then, to him? Um, he, yeah, he suffered an ankle injury. Rule said it. It was a gruesome thing that happened, it but he was bit. lucky to Steve knock. Mark actually has a video of a, uh, the insider's board um, where the video of the play, and it looks horrible. Like, it really does, like Matt Rule said. Um, but it sounds like he's going to be back at practice tomorrow, so mm-hmm. knock on wood on that one. He probably got pretty lucky there. And even if he's not if, if even if even he's not back at practice, if he misses some time, at least it's not a long-term injury yeah. for one of the um, biggest bright spots of this entire team throughout the season so far. Blaze Gunnarsson also had a, a shoulder, uh, got be- his shoulder banged up after eight snaps against, uh, against NIU, but doesn't sound like anything serious there. Nope. Both of those two guys were in the top four in each of the first two games in the defensive line rotation, snaps-wise and impact-wise. Uh, Gunnarsson even was in on the, the sack mm-hmm. of, the self-sack of the Rocky self-sack. Lombardi on Saturday. <laughs> but obviously, sort of burying the lead here. Mm-hmm. The season en- uh, rule now season-ending injuries to uh, freshman cornerback Dwight Boodle, but also starting running back Gabe Irvin and number two running back Ramir Johnson. Yeah, both of which played at, at least early in that game, the majority of the snaps at running back. I feel like Ramir got the start. Um, they both kind of share time. Uh, Gabe Irvin actually scored a touchdown in that game. Yeah. He spoke with media after the game yeah, in which the... he talked and he said he was fine. Um, and just so to hear that, I think Rule said he had a hip issue, right? Um, and he was kind of spotted hip. during the game and dislocated his hip. Like he was spotted during the game, kind of rubbing that area. And people were like, oh man, it probably won't be too bad. And then to hear that, that's really tough. But I think that as Rule kind of talked about as well and you could honestly hear it in Matt Rule's voice he was really gutted over yeah, Ramir Johnson yeah. like in particular um, because he's a senior because he does things all the he like does all the right things um, and has been a great teammate for his time and has been through so much as a Husker to have it kind of in this way is really difficult uh, but it's going to be next man up mentality and now a guy that we've talked about a lot for various reasons Anthony Grant Matt Rule said his time is now yep I mean the point you made. I mean, he was very emotional. I think oh, yeah. Bill was talking about yeah. those two guys. Like he looked like he was holding back, um, uh, maybe some tears. I don't know. I know he's gotten really close with Gabe, and it's been yeah. obviously we've talked about him all off season. Ramir, same way. So two uh, two crushing blows for the running back room. Um, Urban, 
like I said, dislocated hip is requiring surgery. Um, and dislocated shoulder for Ramir Johnson that requires surgery. Also shoulder injury for Dwight Boodle. But like you said, Anthony Grant rule said it's his show now. It was his show last year, so it's it's his time. Um, he had some extra thoughts on Grant that he, he said, I don't know if he had necessarily went through anything. Uh, people were <laughs> he saying say he was that. in the doghouse. And it's like, well, yeah, yeah, seemed like he was in the doghouse after the Minnesota fumble. Yeah. But he talked a little bit about that today. Yeah, he did. And he talked about how, you know, he went to Anthony after that game and said, listen, if, if you practice well, after the Colorado game, if you practice well this week going into NIU, you're going to play. Mm-hmm. He said he practiced well last week. He played in this game. And he had some nice runs. You can see kind of why he was so productive last year, why fans kind of clamor to see Anthony Grant out there, because he just looks like a little bit different style of running back than the other guys that they have. He definitely has that make-you-miss ability. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think excitement will actually be high for seeing him it's then what's happening behind him as now Emmett Johnson um, mm-hmm. young player out of Minnesota who was Mr. Minnesota in high school football up there his senior year he's going to now be the number two on the depth chart who the staff has been high on and they've mentioned him unsolicited previously about how well he had been doing and then true freshman Quentin Ives out of New Jersey he's also now at number three on the depth chart and we may see him um, in the game this Saturday as well. Yeah, and Anthony, I mean, he had nine carries against Minnesota for 27 yards and then the crucial fumble at the end. And mm-hmm. he had not seen a snap from that, from that yeah. around the five minute mark, uh, had not played a snap until uh, about 12 minutes or so left in uh, uh, the second quarter against NIU. He came in there though, an immediately nine yard run, uh, getting north and south <laughs> instead of the east and west. That was an issue last mm-hmm. year. And then the, he was actually the first running back on the field at the start of the third quarter for Nebraska, and he instantly took a handoff, went around uh, the right side up the sideline. He lowered his shoulder and um, nearly knocked a NIU player out. Um, he he, he put likes him to on. lower the boom. He's he does. Little, he got a little Harburg in him. How about that? That, <laughs> that wound up being uh, his detriment against Minnesota because he ran yeah. through the guy and then he didn't. Uh, he didn't cover the football up, and that led to the fumble. But he was playing. He played fast and, uh, and physical. It's like he was out there. He's like, I'm not going to waste this opportunity, and he didn't. Seven carries for 46 yards and a touchdown against NIU to put, sort of salt the game away, sort of cherry on top touchdown. But now. They're going to need that in the game's biggest moments, uh, starting in the first half, as he'll be leading a running back room where the other two guys, Emmett Johnson and Quentin Knives, have not played a single snap at running back in college. Um, I know Emmett is someone that Rule was high on in the springs, talking to Rule on the sidelines, talking about Emmett when he was kick returning. He yeah. really liked his uh, his vision, sort of his um, his uh, his vision, his balance. Yeah, a little bit of toughness to say, I'm just going to run through yeah. between the tackles. Um, but a lot to be known there, a lot of unknowns with him and with Ives, who's 6'2", 180. Um, we were at uh, the August 15th open practice, and I had my eyes on Quentin um, for a while, and I wrote up a bunch of my thoughts on uh, at InsideNebraska.com back then and, um, and today yeah. when analyzing the new trio atop that room. And um, he, he's just – he's – Built, in my mind, a little bit like Latavius Murray, the old uh, Raiders mm-hmm. running back. Um, he's tall, and uh, but he, Ives still has a lot more room um, to put on some oh, muscle yeah. and strength, and that might be where uh, he only gets a minimal work if uh, if we see him against Louisiana Tech or the rest of the way. Yeah, I could see that. And the number one thing, though, I'll say, the last thing I'll say on the running back thing is the biggest thing is, is how well does the offensive line help those guys out? Mm-hmm. This is where it would be great to have those guys truly come to work and help open up some lanes to ease those young running backs behind Grant into the game. Yeah, and uh, I mean, 
Nebraska's offense has obviously struggled. They're 19.7 points per game, which is tied with Northwestern for number 110 in the country in scoring offense. And their, uh, their total offense is around 339 yards, which is barely uh, around the top 100. But they were able to rely on that rushing game. 209 yeah, rushing yards a game was number two in the Big Ten, <laughs> number 21 in the country. So now it remains to be seen what what can that offensive line do? What kind of push can they give? And how uh, can the running backs help them out in that regard? Um, so there's there's the running back breakdown along the depth chart. Their uh, new depth chart release for Louisiana Tech was also today. And I um, wanted to pull out my phone and read a couple of the keynote changes so I don't forget. Um, Sims still listed as the number one running back. Uh, Harburg and Purdy still back up. Quarterbacks. They were listed as, as oars. Uh, as yeah, they were, they were both listed as co-backups. So oh, I Sims thought they is, were listed as co-starters. Okay, maybe we all read that wrong. No, no, I'm glad, you're, I'm glad you said that. He is, <laughs> Sims and Harburg are yeah, listed yeah, as co-starters. Co yeah. We might have to pause this video so I can edit that right here, but <laughs> Sims and, and Harburg are listed as co-starters. Mm. You're right. That's my mistake. Um, and then some of the other uh, notables, Teddy Prohaska now, back on the two deep for the first time. Uh, he's number two, left tackle ahead of Gunnar Gotula. Um, Jamari Butler, now number two defensive end, replacing Kai Wallen behind Ty Robinson on the two deep. Um, uh, Lynham is now number two cornerback behind Hartzog, uh, Malcolm Hartzog. He got, he he got out there a little, little bit, Lynham did, we saw him. And then the last two, John Bullock is now an official starter at linebacker, he let Frog uh, he's Nick, physical, Nick Henrich, man. yeah. God, we, he's physical. Go off. Go yeah, off. like it's funny. Like I wasn't. I was. I. Uh, I was looking a lot at the defensive line on Saturday night. Steve Mark, our, our staff writer, was our extraordinary football guy, sits next to me in the press box. He hits me. He's like, "Are you watching John Bullock um, just fly around hitting people?" And so I focused on him a little bit. And he's right, man. He is a physical football player. You can tell. Like he's been waiting for this opportunity to just mm -hmm. go out there and be physical and hit people because he's doing it uh, in a big way. I like what I see out of him. So so no surprise that he's moved up to that solo spot in the depth chart. Yeah, I mean, you notice Heinrich Harburg, it's like he got the chance to start and he he played, he ran the ball with the mentality of like, this is my this is my first opportunity, my only opportunity yeah. to really go out there and make, make an impact. I'm not going to waste it. That's how I thought Bullock's mentality yeah. has been all offseason in the spring when the new coaching staff came in yeah. and uh, moved him from a uh, nickel role to linebacker. It's and, weird to think about now that yeah. he's playing nickel. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even, I wasn't aware of who John Bullock was yeah. last season th uh, throughout the throughout the fall, like the first month, because he was a walk-on, right. um, a walk-on who was only in a special teams role. And in, in the spring, he broke out, and he's been probably my favorite player to watch. I've been yeah. saying that for uh, probably since the first week of fall camp. Of, I love watching that guy play for the exact reasons you yeah. said. Um, and him and Harburg have that same mentality of I'm not going to waste this opportunity. Right. And so uh, is Makai Bear, who yeah. has gone from not even listed on the two deep over the first three <laughs> weeks, possible transfer candidate. We thought, maybe, like, if we're um, looking at it after spring ball, like, all right, who might uh, who might be heading out um, to get that number down to 85? And he's been the opposite. We couldn't have been more wrong about him and his stance. He's 
taken over. He's now the starting Jack linebacker for Nebraska. Which is a huge deal with for a guy that's that young in the program and has that much time left and come out of nowhere. But I will say this, to Matt Rule's credit, he said at the beginning of the year that there was there in his history, there's always a guy that starts out off the depth chart and maybe even on scout team that then rises up and is starting by the time mm -hmm. the season ends. Maybe he's that guy because uh, that definitely counts as because he was not on there on the two deep at all. But I don't think he was on, like you said, on the depth chart at all. Mm -hmm. He was on special teams, and that's how he actually first got his look because he made a big play on special teams against Minnesota. That earned him some more playing time in the regular defense, and then he's just kept it rolling from there. Now he's a starter at Jack. Um, I guess next stop for him is black shirt in the future, right. I guess, right? I mean, I could see that happening if he's yeah. going to be a starter and if they're handing out black shirts to the 11 starters, the starters, which is yeah. uh, what the tradition was always supposed to represent. Um, but speaking of that black shirts defense, I know Rule, um, after the game, talked about how he challenged this team to make it make this a defensive yeah. team, and that's exactly what they did. I mean, uh, the starting defense, other than that one field goal mm -hmm. it, uh, after the fumble inside the five, they pitched a shutout the rest of the way, the starting defense in the first and second unit until the, the um, last touchdown drive uh, in garbage time. But he challenged the, the Black Shirts to be a defensive, make this a defensive team this year, and that's exactly what's happened. Yeah, and, and to that point, I think the next step, because now as, as everybody's giving the defense their flowers right now, right, and, and rightfully so, they should be getting them, but he, Matt Rule was asked today about what they can do better, what what are the next steps, um, and he said he had challenged them this week to make it a defensive team, to also get off the field on third down. The next step is to get more more pressure without blitzing, so more mm -hmm. with just your traditional four-man rush, um, and then, and more importantly, take the ball away. He said there's still those plays out there um, where they can get their hands on balls. He said they're hitting people way too hard to not punch a couple out of there, which is true. I don't, I don't think they forced, have they forced a fumble yet this season? It I don't believe like they it. have, um, no. He's, they've been even, they've been close to getting more interceptions. That one behind us over there in the corner uh, with Quentin Newsom when they mm -hmm. all took off sprinting and then they had to come back. <laughs> um, that happened but did not count. So getting more turnovers, getting more pressure with four-man rush, those are the next steps that Matt Rule wants to see from this defense the way we've seen them play I think they can do it I think so too I mean like you said he was if uh, Quentin Newsom had a half size shoe smaller then he yeah. would have had that interception as he tried to tiptoe tiptoe the sidelines Javen Wright who uh, is um, another guy right rose up right? yep another guy who rose up the depth chart now number two linebacker behind Luke Reimer um, he had his uh, he got an interception mm -hmm. late in the game but other than that no takeaways and it feels like that it just feels like that's around the corner yeah. um, like you can almost feel that coming yep. from this from this defense but uh, I think that's going to do it for us unless you had anything else to add my final thought was the defense I in, in on the black shirts because they, they deserve it you start with the black shirts then with the black shirts so it's a good uh, <laughs> good go. good feelings around here okay. as that uh, not great news um, coming yeah. from Matt rule today but uh, it is it is nice is a nice luxury to have that you always have that defense um, to rely on moving forward. So uh, you can read up all on the defense and the running back situation, more of our analysis and thoughts uh, on that and Heinrich Harper, the quarterback situation at InsideNebraska.com. We'll be back out here tomorrow and Wednesday uh, for players and for Satterfield and White. Um, so make sure to like this video, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Inside Nebraska YouTube channel, so you can have these videos drop directly into your feed. But until tomorrow, until later this week, for Greg Smith, I'm Zach Carpenter, and we'll catch you guys again next time.